0: Hey guys, I'm Darren Clark, the producer of Perpetual Traffic. We've got a great episode lined up for you today with seven new updates that Facebook have recently rolled out that you absolutely need to know about. As always, this episode is brought to you by Digital Marketer, and more specifically, Digital Marketer Lab Elite, our flagship product. As you know, we're the number one platform for training full stack marketers and Lab Elite actually gives you complete access to all our highest level trainings and certifications. So don't get left behind. Go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash elite and you can actually get a free trial to the lab so you can check it out. So go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash elite. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello, and welcome to episode 164 of the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is Ralph Burns, and I'm really excited to have you listening today because if you are running any sort of Facebook or Instagram ad campaigns, you'll want to pay attention to this episode because the changes in Facebook are coming fast and furious. So much so that I was out on vacation, or what I thought was going to be a vacation, last week and early part of this week. There were so many updates that were sent to us by the partner manager group, which, as a high volume direct response Facebook and Instagram advertising agency, we're kind of spoiled. We get taken care of pretty nicely, and all of our customers inside Tier 11 get taken care of very nicely by the awesome team in Austin, Texas, the partner manager team, and specifically our awesome partner manager, Sarah, and her awesome boss, Yong. So these guys totally take care of us. And the cool part about this is that we get the notifications and the updates of what's going on on the Facebook ads platform before everyone else does, which is pretty cool. And one of the benefits of you listening to this podcast here is to listen in and have us... Distill down the most important stuff that's going to affect you as a Facebook and Instagram advertiser. So, one of the unique benefits of working with Tier 11 as a high volume ad agency is you get the partner manager program. And you get access to a lot of really cool stuff inside Facebook that we then turn into great results for our customers. So if you are interested in working with us, you can certainly go to tier11.com or just Google Tier 11. And there's a work with us page. You can fill that in. And our awesome VP of Biz Dev, Adam, will get in touch with you. So without further ado, let's get into my seven updates So get the pen and paper or the Evernote files ready and jot these down. We're trying to distill them down to the most usable, actionable data we possibly can to make you the best possible Facebook advertiser on the planet. So just a reminder for those of you who have not picked up your tickets yet for the shop.org conference in Las Vegas on September 12th through the 14th, definitely go to shop.org. And get your tickets while they last. We're going to be actually recording there live from the shop.org floor and listening and watching all the awesome speakers that are there. So if you're in e-commerce or you sell physical products, this is a show that you shouldn't miss. So we'll be there and would love to have you there as well. It's going to be a great conference, really looking forward to being there. And we're going to be actually recording a podcast live, the perpetual traffic podcast live from the shop.org podcast bubble, I think is what they call it. And really looking forward to that and looking forward to meeting you there as well. So go to shop.org and enter in your perpetual traffic discount coupon, which gets you 20% off your tickets. That is listen shop 18. That's listen shop 18. Check out shop.org, and we'll see you at the conference. So the first update here that we got from the Partner Manager team, and this one came just a couple of weeks ago, actually, a little bit behind on my email, but this is an update to split testing. So split testing is something that we've talked about here on the show. We tend to do it manually, but also are now using the split testing function as well as the test and learn function inside Facebook Ads Manager but split testing has always sort of had a downside that you have to start your split test with brand new ad sets. Now you're gonna be able to run split tests from already running ad sets via the duplication button. So you can keep the performance history of your existing campaign and ad set, and then you can test it against new ads and ad sets. So you don't have to start something from scratch. This is a big deal. So if you're really curious about whether or not you know, maybe a value optimization is better than optimizing for conversions. Or maybe you're looking to try different target audiences or maybe placements or maybe a specific creative or product sets. You can now do that through split testing through already existing ad sets. So another big update to split testing is that you can actually run split tests for more than one variable at the same time. Now, this is really cool. This is a multivariate kind of testing as opposed to just an A B testing. Before this update split testing, you could only compare different audiences, different placements, whatever it was, it was only one specific factor that you can test. But now you can do more than one factor, more than one variable at the same time, really excited about this feature, and can't wait to start testing it inside the tier 11 customer ad accounts. And then lastly, on the split testing update, you can now do split testing on brand awareness objective campaigns as well. We primarily do run website conversion campaigns, but brand awareness objective, you can now use split testing with. So three kind of updates in one there on split testing. We always say inside tier 11 is we move fast and test things. Mark Zuckerberg, when he founded Facebook, said move fast and break things. We don't like to break things, but we do like to test things. So definitely use the split testing. New functionality here inside Ads Manager is a big improvement and probably even more improvements to come from Facebook as things evolve. So our second update here is one that is really cool. And it's actually one that we've used manually prior to this new update, which apparently it's going to be rolled out in the month of September. So don't go into your ad account and look for it, but definitely be on the lookout for it in the month of September here in 2018. This is value-based lookalike audiences. So this is something that you would always have to do manually prior to this new update. For example, you would have to create a seed audience to create a lookalike audience, right? So you would maybe upload your highest value customers from your CRM, or maybe you have a buyer's list or a lead list, and that would be referred to as a custom audience, you would upload that audience, you now have some new terminology inside custom audiences, which we'll get to in one of the other updates here. But then off that custom audience, then you would create your lookalike audience from that original action. So you don't have to do that anymore for lots of different specific events inside Facebook. So that's a two-step process, but now we can actually create lookalike audiences right off data that's inside Facebook itself. So brand new feature, like I said, I haven't even seen it inside Ads Manager. We'll put a link to this in the show notes, but basically you'll be able to create the lookalike audience by selecting create audience inside your audiences tab, and then you'll be able to choose or create value-based lookalikes from a pixel action, maybe your mobile app install, or even specific product catalog events. So, say somebody the purchasers of red shoes in your catalog. Like, say you have a product set for red shoes, and you sell shoes, obviously. So, something like that. Well, you would then be able to create a lookalike audience inside Facebook now, as opposed to uploading your red shoe buyers list through a custom audience from your CRM. So eliminate's a big step there, but also you can assign value to these lookalike audiences based upon the activity on your purchase event. So let's say you sell red shoes again, but perhaps you want to target buyers of at least $100 worth of value or $500 worth of value. So perhaps those are your most targeted customers, people who are buyers of your products many, many times. So you can create individual lookalike audiences off those events inside Facebook. So this is going to be something that we're going to be taking a a real strong look at inside the tier 11 agency because we found that lookalike audiences, especially the 1% ones when we're starting to scale up are super important to get the types of results that we're looking for for our customers. So really interesting stuff here and be on the lookout for that for this month so that's value based look alike audiences and you can use events from your pixel or for your mobile app or even for individual product catalog events to uh, see those look alike audiences and then go out to cold traffic and sell more of your stuff there on facebook and instagram so update number 3 is not necessarily an ads manager update but it's a study that came out from facebook which arrived at some pretty interesting conclusions. And we're going to link to this in the show notes. But long story short, in essence, what this study showed is significant lift in conversions as well as brand awareness when you mix light video, which is video primarily derived from images, which you can do very easily through a video editor, as well as you can do it inside the ads platform itself, as well as mixing static image ads. So the two of those in combination were tested to figure out how to best get more conversions or what sort of conversion lift could products and brands derived from a combination or static images alone. So in the direct response world, obviously you want to try to do as many different things or try as many different ad creatives in order to get the derived result, which for us inside the tier 11 ad agency is website conversions. Typically, you know, folks will pay us to Run their ads and they want to get a certain multiple of return on ad spend. We heavily use video as well as static images to target folks all the way through the product lifecycle and all the way through the customer journey, ultimately turning them into purchasers. So, this study actually came to the conclusion that we've sort of already known, but what's most interesting is that a lot of folks will try either just static images or video and thinking either one will work better than both of them together. And the study results show emphatically that using images that reinforce video and video that reinforces the images result in higher action rates, more conversions, and a 17% higher rate to conversion than static image only campaigns. So definitely check this out in digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast in the show notes for episode 164, where you'll get the entire study and really start you thinking down the road of like, how can I mix up my campaigns? Not only just keeping my creatives fresh, but how can I mix and match different creatives so that they blend together to work in synergy to get you the results that you're looking for most? So another startling statistic from Facebook is that just in the past year alone, the number of advertisers using video in direct response campaigns across all platforms, which includes Facebook, Instagram, in-stream videos, as well as audience network, increased 3.8x. So it tripled, quadrupled the use of video. So if you're not using video in your Facebook ads, you are really missing out on a certain amount of folks that are out there that respond to these types of creatives. So we've definitely seen it. Images work for some folks, some people are video watchers, some people like to read long posts in the newsfeed. So mix and match your ads as much as you possibly can to get the best result. So one of the takeaways from this study is make sure that you do have some brand association. And that's really, really clear. Show your logo, show recognizable spokespeople between your image and your video ads, show recognizable colors, products and or visuals, and make sure that your creatives are thumb stopping. We always sort of talk about that You know, if you can stop the scroll and get somebody to thumb and actually play your video, either with the sound on or with the sound off, that is exactly what you want to be doing as a Facebook advertiser. So a lot of times what we refer to here in the podcast is to stand out by blending in, making your ads look as native as possible. But at the end of the day, if you're targeting a certain audience and you don't have a way to at least capture their attention, especially with video, try and make sure that those first five seconds or so are brand-centric, but also they do stop the scroll. To stop the scroll or create thumb-stopping video ads is just simply choose attention-grabbing video thumbnails to begin with. Always keep that in mind, but also lead with a series of shots around your product against really bright, vivid backgrounds. And also put your hero, maybe your spokesperson, or maybe it's a testimonial right up front in the video so that you create that thumb stopping effect and combine that with image ads, you're gonna be in pretty good shape as far as achieving the results that you want on the platform. So super valuable insights here from Facebook IQ. If you're not subscribed to FB IQ, I highly recommend that you do so. They come out with tests like this all the time so you can stay in the know here, but this is one that's especially near and dear to our hearts because we love video so much inside the tier 11 ad agency. So update number four is one that we referred to way back on episode 149, as well as episode 144, when we talked about now is the best time to be an advertiser on Facebook. This actually has to do with the fact that Facebook is removing some targeting options inside the Facebook ads platform. So starting September 4th, Facebook will be removing over 5,000 targeting options. And this was a direct result of some of the issues that were faced earlier on in the year, which we directly addressed in episode 144 about the Cambridge Analytica issue, as well as Facebook just being a whole lot more sensitive about potential discriminatory behavior on the platform itself. So if you've been a good Facebook advertiser, you haven't engaged in any of those activities, but Facebook taking the lead on privacy as well as anti-discrimination here in the online digital marketing space is removing a lot of these targeting options. So you'll see starting uh, September 4th, some notifications within Ads Manager and within the API Of how your ad sets will be impacted. So, definitely get in there on September 4th and look around for any notifications. The notification will then prompt you to review, edit, and then resave your ad sets. Obviously, you will be changing your targeting on there. So, obviously, this will reset the learning regardless of whatever objective that you're trying to produce, whether it's page post engagement or whether it's conversions or whether it's brand awareness. And then the deadline is actually on October 1st, where any existing campaigns that use any of these impacted targeting options will be automatically paused. So it's good to get out ahead of this one. Starting September 4th, I know inside tier 11, we've been systematically pausing ad sets that have advanced targeting and some of the targeting that's affected here, but there is 5,000 targeting options. I mean, this is a small percentage of the total targeting inside Facebook. Keep in mind that by removing 5,000 targeting options does not adversely affect the effectiveness and the efficiency of the platform itself. So this is just Facebook staying out ahead of things and eliminating the possibility or at least reducing the possibility of any sort of discriminatory behavior. So keep in mind that October 1st is the last date where any existing campaigns that use that existing targeting options that are going to be eliminated will be automatically paused. So best to do it now as opposed to later. Now, an update number five here is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum. I just talked about Facebook removing some targeting options, but this is one where they're actually putting new targeting options back in. So this is even cooler. So we're definitely new targeting for us to test here inside tier 11, as well as you out there running your own Facebook ads. So Facebook is taking some stuff away, but they're also going to be doing a phased rollout of a number of reinstated targeting options for things like job titles, employers, field of study, as well as education. For example, you're going to be able to find Facebook page admins under a new page admins targeting. Or if you're going to be targeting or trying to target a specific employer, you can now target them under employer targeting. Or perhaps you're targeting specific job titles. You can now target folks under job title targeting. So school targeting, the same sort of thing. If you wanted to target people who go to specific schools, fields of study targeting. So that's going to be under fields of study targeting as opposed to field of study. So uh, Facebook is redoing the ads platform for some targeting here, removing some stuff as we did in our previous update, but also adding in some new, really fascinating options here, which I'm sure are even better Than they were originally, obviously, the platform is getting smarter and smarter with more and more data that they gather every single day on its user base so that we as marketers can target the right audience with the right message at the right time. So definitely check that out. That's going to be a phased rollout over the course of the next couple of months. You can look for that under detailed targeting in your ad set level. And as soon as you start entering in a specific word, then you can hit the suggestions tab and you can see some of these segments that are already starting to formulate inside ads Manager. So definitely check that out. Don't think all is lost with some of the targeting that you're losing for the previous update because these updates here are going to replace them in a lot of ways and probably be even better. And that alongside the value-based lookalikes, which we talked about in our second update here means that your targeting is going to be even better than ever. So definitely check that out in the coming months. New and returning professional targeting options inside Facebook. So update number six, which we referred to a couple of updates ago. This one is about custom audiences. So if you're not familiar with what a custom audience actually is. Let's just go through that just briefly here. So custom audiences are built from customer data that you already have on hand or can easily acquire or get, making it easy to reconnect with the people who have already shown interest in your business. So that's Facebook's definition of what a custom audience is. So basically what this is, is a contact list, a buyer list, perhaps people who have visited your website and have been pixeled by you, or maybe even app users. So any data that's either from Facebook when it comes to website visitors or website custom audiences, or data that you upload yourself, like contact lists, buyers lists, or even app users from your app. So there's been some question about how this data can be used inside Facebook when Facebook rolled out its most recent update to custom audiences back in May. So this is pretty much hot off the presses here. This just came out just this week. So here's what Facebook says about custom audiences and what you need to do. First off, the updated terms part says you may not sell or transfer your custom audiences or authorize any third party to sell or transfer your custom audiences. If you've entered into an independent agreement with a partner for licensing marketing information or perhaps an agency, you may use the custom audiences tool and sharing functionality to create and provide custom audiences for advertising based on that information subject to the requirements of these terms and applicable law. So what this really means to you is if you are uploading, let's say an Excel file of names, phone numbers, and emails into your audiences to create a custom audience to maybe use for retargeting or as a seed list for lookalike audiences, you'll have to divulge exactly where you got this information. And this is actually starting back in July 2nd. This has been going on for quite some time now. So you'll have to either tell Facebook that you got it directly from customers, or if you got that data from customers and partners or directly from partners. So this will in effect change how your ads are actually seen if anyone does click on the why am I seeing this button when they see your ad in their newsfeed or a Facebook or Instagram. So the point is, is that you have to divulge exactly where you got this information from so that it protects you as well as it protects Facebook. So like I said before, I mean, Facebook is really trying to be on the leading edge here of data privacy. And even though there have been some challenges in the past year with regard to data privacy, Facebook is definitely taking the high road here and is keeping your best interests in mind. So definitely check that out. We're going to leave a link to this article in the show notes. Definitely one for you to keep in mind as an agency or as a business advertising on Facebook to stay on the right side of privacy and protect the privacy of potential customers, leads, custom audiences, or anyone who's downloaded your app, as well as anyone who's visited your website. So definitely check that out in the show notes, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 164. So last but not least, update number seven. I know a couple of these updates here are not necessarily advertising-based, but if you're running ads on Facebook, you gotta know all this stuff and you gotta protect yourself. We're in a different environment today than we were a year ago, for sure. And even though Facebook and Instagram and the Audience Network are the best online digital advertising platforms by far, because of the popularity and because of the effectiveness of the platform, We're all, as advertisers, going to have to adhere to how Facebook protects its user base, you know, protects the privacy of its user base, as well as ensures that advertisers aren't engaging in any discriminatory practices using exclusions or any other sort of nefarious ways in which they might exclude certain demographics from their ads, which could be anti-discriminatory. So got to stay on the right side of the law here, not to lecture. I am certainly not a lawyer. But definitely check out all these updates inside the show notes here. So the last one, as I said, number seven, this is a really cool one and a simple one. If you're using in-stream ads at all, it's a placement inside your ad set all the way down. If you select all placements, you obviously automatically get served inside in-stream ads. But up until just this past week, in-stream ads have been reserved for video ads only. Facebook is now testing the inclusion of image ads within the in-stream video placement for campaigns with just the conversion objective. This isn't one that we've seen as of yet, but if you do have any image ads and you have in-stream video or in-stream as one of your placements or automatic placements already selected, you're going to be able to show an image ad inside an in-stream placement, which is very, very cool. Like I said, you can either opt into this placement when creating an image ad for a campaign with a conversion objective or by selecting either automatic placements or the in-stream videos placement under Facebook inside your placement targeting on the ad set level. And once again, this is one of the cool things about having the partner manager program in place in Facebook is that we actually have this white labeled inside the agency. So we're gonna be testing this extensively as well as all the other cool updates here in this episode. So definitely check out the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. And if you're interested in hiring tier 11 to run your Facebook, Instagram and audience network ads, definitely check us out at tier11.com and there's a big pink button. Work with us, fill that out and we'll see if there's a match. So those are our Facebook and Instagram updates that you must pay attention to as a Facebook advertiser or as an agency. Hopefully that's helpful for you. These are the types of things that we'll be doing on a regular basis here at Professional Traffic, just because the platform is changing so much, so many changes. As always, stay tuned right here to the Professional Traffic Podcast to be in the know and be ahead of the curve and on the tip of the spear. So that's it for this week make sure that you go check out our show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 164. Until next week, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.